Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV. Chris and Bill Tenney Britton here today to talk about how to get the important stuff done that will grow your church. So what we're talking about today is a little bit on visioning, but that's like two whole episodes. At least. At least. <laughs> uh, we want to touch on that and really hone in on goal setting. You know, one of the realities is that the vast majority of people in the United States, probably the world, um, and this includes pastors, we, we've checked, and the statistics that we're going to bat yeah, around today well. are... Uh, applicable yeah. to pastors as well. It's not just business people yeah. or whatever. It's to pastors. And it turns out that 80% of people in the U.S., 80% of pastors, do not set goals. They, they, they don't say, this is what we're going to accomplish this year, this month, this week, today. We have a to-do list. And, yeah, that's not you know, a goal list. And, yeah, it's not a goal list. And a, a to-do list by and large, I've seen so many uh, experts on on this kind of thing, yeah. time management, saying that your to-do list would be way better to have a list of the to-don'ts, things yeah. you're not going to do that distract you and keep you from getting where you need to go. So I just got to order my new calendar. My calendars run September through August. It's about this thing. It is. I hate it. I tried to get it into six months, but I use, can I put a little shout out here? Sure, yeah. Uh, Plum Paper uh, allows you to customize your calendar, your planner. And so where the time is, uh, you know, usually you put today or to-dos or whatever, but I had seen this somewhere else and I've, uh, I've adopted it. It says game plan. So that it's that whole sense of I'm going somewhere. What's the game plan today to get there? How will this be not just a win of a day, right? But a, it, it is part of the bigger. I want to go to the Super Bowl. I have to win this game today, right? It's about goals. What are you, if a football team were to go in there and say, well, we're just playing our best and we're going to win today. So what, you know, or I think about a college ball, please, 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 please. Can we get into the sugar bowl or the, or the whatever's then rather than saying, Hey, we're going to the Rose bowl this year. Which of course, never mind. We won't go there. So, uh, so I have a question about your planner. I know all about football. <laughs> she can spell it anyway. So she knew the Rose bowl and that there was a sugar bowl. So I was I'm, hoping I'm kind there was of a impressed. sugar bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, and it's August, so football hasn't really started yet. Except and, uh, the football team arrived at Mizzou, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, hey, you're, you're ahead of this for me. All right, so I'm just curious about your planner. Sure. You're Please. left-handed. Did you have it put together as a left-handed planner? No, I wish I could have. I'm going to have to design my own. There are left-handed pl uh, planners out there, but the one I got this last year, uh, the paper was too glossy, and you could tell that it wasn't made by left-handers because glossy paper smears everywhere when you write in it. And I wrote them and I asked them, so we'll see if they do something better for 20, 2024. But I'd have to do my own planner to do that. And, and we thought about that, but we decided we really like this company. This is, uh, this is the third year I'll use their planner. And they're, uh, you know, company. it's a home homegrown company. Yeah. yeah, and so we wanted to support them. Yeah, okay, Plum Paper. Right. Yeah, so uh, after all that, we're talking about goals and her... <laughs> her planner, which allows for goals, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. My, I have a, a planner I use on my iPad, 
Um, I use an eye pencil and you know so that's how I do it and every every day I have my plans and my goals I on um, Sunday I well in fact prior to my son I have Sunday Monday Tuesday you know, during the week but I have one blank page on top that lets me plan my week and I start off by you know what are my goals for this week in fact I have my uh, I say it's blank it really isn't blank it's got a big yellow box that says what's your key I uh, to do this week the key goal what is it you're going to accomplish this week and so i feel that out anyway so but it, well you have to do that within the bigger picture right i mean you know what your goals are right and you have to keep them keep those in front of right. you I, and then I, everything I, right. you do right it's your game plan but as you said i think 20 percent of pastors set goals yeah, which means 80 percent of no. you out there right eight out of ten of you watching are not setting goals. All right, so let's let's go back to vision. That's where we need oh, to Oh yeah, start. that's right. All right, so so the uh, churches, pastors, tend to get mission and vision kind of mixed up. Yeah. Mission is unchanging. Mission is why the church exists, and I can tell you that the founder has already determined why your church and every church exists. It it does not exist to be united way and to relieve the world's suffering. Um, all of that is a tool for the mission and the mission of the church is to make disciples and you can guess it up and and translate that into all sorts of different ways for your context but in the end if it doesn't say we're all about making disciples then it's not a biblical mission period and there's no discussion for that you can argue with me you're not going to win because it's just how it is um, the, the founder said so and that's how it is so you got your mission but a vision a vision is the the picture of where we're going and there's those long long-term visions um will mancini did a great book um and i've just lost the name of it but uh, he, he uses this wonderful something about dreams anyway it's this it's it's a wonderful metaphor of your driving and you have your horizon and in the very distance you see those mountains and over those mountains uh, over those mountains is your big vision. It's where you're trying to get. And then, you know, but you, there, as you look, sitting in a car, you look and you can see, you know, the, some foreground. There's, you know, before the mountains, you can see the foot of the mountains. You can see a road sign in front of you, and you can see the front of the car. And each of those are, if you will, milestones, places you're going to have to there get to, whatever. And the, the vision is encompassing. It's that whole thing. And eventually you'll reach it. And so you need to know that your vision has to be reachable, which means it has to be somewhat measurable. And then your milestones in between are very measurable. And then you have goals to go along with that. Okay, now My I know you're turn. dying. Yes, your turn. Yes. So I want to say that your vision is how you're living out your mission. It's it's the here and the now. It's how you're, it is how you're getting to the mission, but it's how it's is it the being how lived or, out. Or, is it the how or is it the, or, or the where? Uh, I would say it's how, how was, you're living it out now. Okay, because I, when I think of how, I think of tactics more than I think of the tactics and tools. Mm. I just want to hear the word how. That's why I'm Yeah, asking. if I know what the mission is and I've got my bigger mission, the question is how are we living that out now? And then we have to figure out how we get there. Does okay, that make so, sense no, to you? No, no, it doesn't because okay. you use how twice. Because how is that? Because yeah. the vision is a, is a destination. It's where you're going. Well, that's because you're not there. Right, I understand right, that, but it's not where, it, you're not there yet. And I heard, heard right, right. exactly but, what but you're saying. You keep saying how, there. and the how is the, is the tools. That, that out here, that how to me is how you're living out. That vision is how you're living how, out your but, mission. But, but how, is not a, how is not a destination? How is a do? Okay, 
So let me see. Uh, okay, your vision is your mission localized. How's that? How about or, your, 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 your mission realized? You've realized, your, and I don't mean realize, oh, well, that's not what it is, ding. but realize you've, you, it's, you've, it's become real. It's manifest. It's, it's, yeah, it's manifest. Right. It's what happens when, when, when you do your mission. Right. Vision is where that mission will take you. Your vision is where that mission will take yeah, you. I don't think so. Not, not for me. Okay, because when I think in terms of churches, right, and when I work with churches, what I say is your mission is your given. It's, it's the reason you are, you purpose, are, right? right? Okay, but your vision is how you're living out your mission in your particular place. Yeah, we're not going to agree what, with this, what I, think. Is, I know. I because, think we are going to. Because, but, because a how, for me, a yeah. how is a tactic and a tool. Right, I understand and what you're so, saying. So, it, right, it's it's how are you manifesting, if you will? What does what does that mission look like in your how's that a in your place? I, I mean, it helps because me you're not there yet, and so the destination is you've got to get there. And what's the destination? Your vision. Your vision is where you're going. Okay, it's so, where you're right, trying to get the how. to. How it's a vision. It's a destination. How is you get in a car and you take a bus to San Francisco or Seattle? No, those are tactics. I mean, <laughs> right, 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 exactly. You're but, semanticizing but, with but me. But if, if our if our if our mission is to take a vacation, right, and the vision is to go to, or, or the vision if the vision is is being in San Francisco, no, it's a destination. It's where you're going. Oh, but that that um, metaphor is not going to work everywhere. When does it work? Okay, how about this one? I want a house. Okay, okay. so my mission is a house, right? That's everybody that, deserves a house. Okay, um, all this right. This is about to fall apart completely, which is why we need at least two more uh, episodes, episodes on vision, and we'll be back with you because we can <laughs> sit here and go back and forth. Are you watching how we begin to? Process. Yes, but it hasn't um, it hasn't fully deteriorated at this moment. So but it so, is taking us away. Right. And I, so, I don't want to spend too right. much more time and, and, and with any of the, this. But either way, whether it's we're using the how or whatever, the vision is the destination. It's it's it it's, is it's where you're going. You have to get to your vision because visions change. Once you arrive at your vision, right. then Moses then you takes, have to relook makes them at to it. The promised land. Yeah, the promised That's the destination. land. The promised land was where they were going, and it had to manifest. Right. And so then, but then the question is... So the vision, wasn't the vision the promised land, and then the, the vision, or getting to the promised land, then the next vision, which Joshua took it, took them to, was to conquer or invade or whatever. No, or I disagree whatever. that the vision was to get to the promised land. Okay. Right? What is the, what is the vision? What, what was the... Was a vision not my people go and they they freed and they get to wander around the world. We can't go here, Willie's. Let's veer. We gotta <laughs> go. We are so veered. Let's not veer. Let's go back to talking about vision and right. Well, oh, no, we, we can't have, talk we about have, it anymore. Have, have, no more. We've only we got, got to see the inside <laughs> of the Tenny Britain mindset, and it's like, ooh, really. And this Tenny Britain has to kind of write it write it down and be figure out how to talk about in, in it end, so if, he if understands. You don't, if you don't have an endpoint. All right, you can't set goals. Okay. Goals take you to that endpoint, well, wherever that endpoint is, or you however you define it. Whatever that. you right, however you define it, we are now today talking about right. goals. Right. And so the, the the key to goals is is to get there. And you have you have short term goals, you have long term goals, and then you have the vision, which is beyond goals because it's 
it, it really is kind of a big goal, but it's a big, hairy, audacious goal. I think is what Jim Collins said it. Anyway, the way Jim Collins said it, I call it a big mouse goal or big mouse vision. But in any event, you have goals. And here's the reality is that most pastors, as we've talked about, don't set goals. And if you don't set goals, you're going nowhere. You're just kind of marking time. And, and your to-do list is really about getting stuff done that may be important, may not be important, that, that may help you. But if, if, if it, you don't have your, your vision in mind, the where you're going in mind, then you're spinning your wheels. And we know that that's the case for the vast majority of churches because, as you point out, 20% of pastors set goals and only 20% of churches are actually growing, meaning 80% aren't. And here's the reality. Is there a correlation? Maybe, maybe not. But it's a heck of a coincidence, you know? Yeah, I don't that, believe that, in coincidence. Yeah, there you are. So, no such yeah. thing. Okay, well, I do want to chime in here, though. It, it is, I want to really really go back and zero in on the importance of setting goals. And I think that one of the reasons, I've been thinking about this, that one of the reasons, no, I know that one of the reasons we don't set goals is because we're afraid they won't be realized. Right, and particularly oh, yeah, ministers. Because we're failures, right, we don't right, exactly. Oh, and particularly no. ministers, are, right. we're afraid to set goals, personal or otherwise. And a lot of us have suffered with what we deem as failures. And you have enough of those. Like I, I, you know, I know. Um, it's been a popular notion. I've heard this so many times from coaches and consultants. Just try something, anything. Just try. And I'm so not there. Right. It's like, okay, just try something. Well. People have been trying and churches have been trying something, something, something to no avail for a number, you know, anyways, because you don't have a total picture. You, there's, there's not a vision in mind, a purpose in mind, an objective in mind. So we see that, we see that failure. I want to say, I, uh, I hope I'm not telling tales, but I know you talked to a minister yesterday, and I was watch, washing clothes, so I, I was able to catch just a piece of it. And Eavesdropping. On my calls. <laughs> That's okay. This is Go what on. happens when you have a wife who has a little bit of ADD in her too. Uh, anyways, that, that that pastor had a goal. And you always work with pastors and you ask them when you do those calls, what is your, what is your goal, right? I mean, what are you working towards? What's your vision? And, and what is it, you know, in the, the next few months and what is it there? And, and, and this pastor was was looking even five years out, or perhaps you were encouraging him to look five years out. And I know where he started, and I know what he was saying in five years, what y'all were talking about in two years, and I'm like, (laughs) you gotta be kidding me. And, and, but it's realistic, I know that, that it's realistic, and I guess what what I, I was thinking you gotta be kidding me about was, whoa, that minister is going for it. You know, this is a minister who wants success in his congregation, for his congregation, and he's willing to work on that. He has a goal, a big, hairy, audacious mouse goal. He has a plan. He has a big plan. So let's talk about goals and goal setting and how to do it and why you need to do it. So I I just want to share a couple of statistics because the reality is the chances are you're not setting goals. Yeah. I mean... The majority of you I'm talking to, we're talking to, yeah. you're not setting goals. You, you have something ephemera out there. I want to grow my church. That's not a goal. That, that, that's a wish. I wish I could grow my church. That, that's, <laughs> you know, a goal is, yeah, that's right. right. The goal is this. I'm going to do this to achieve this. 
Okay, so if, if you're going to, your vision is to grow your church to a certain number, you know, hey, we, I want to reach, in the next five years, I want to have a church uh, at the average worship of 220. Great, where are you now? I'm at 15. Great, okay, now we know. We can five work with years, that. We can, we can work with that. So 15 now, 200 in five years. What do you have to do this year to reach that? And the, the quick answer is almost always to do the math and say, well, you know, if I get, if I can double here and double here and double here, we'll get there. And that's like, A, math doesn't work that way and church growth doesn't work that way. And B is, that's a good, you know, picking out some numbers is a good idea, but that is not a goal that gets you there because the reality is, is that unless someone allows you to take a shotgun, go door to door and say, you come to church with us now, you know, you can't make that happen. What you can do is create circumstances and create an environment and a culture and then do your part in reaching into the community, um, building relationships to bring people in, to attract people, etc. Those are the goals that will get you there. Those are the practices and setting those goals will get you where you go. Setting a number goal, not a bad thing, but it's only a part of the puzzle. So we well, have to have you have to have the number goal, right? I mean, you have to know what you're what you're shooting right. for, right? And and because we talk to a lot of pastors those, those that are say, outcomes. those are outcomes more than the I don't goals. know. Don't let's not even. We, we talk to so many pastors that say. Well, I like my church being small. You know, I just, it's really important to have a small church. Talk to the church leaders and they're not on the same page. They would like, you know, something more. We'd like a larger church. What does that look like for you? I and mean, that is a vision. What does that look like for you? Because you can't make plans to get there if you don't know where you're going. Right. 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 Got to be on the right bus. Right. So, and what's amazing Sometimes is Sometimes pastors need to get off the bus. And you didn't use the word how in that whole sentence. Good job. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to leave it. So 20% set goals. You know, of, of those 20% or of those who set goals, here's the reality is only 3% write them down. Yeah. Only 3% actually go, oh, let me write this down. You know, over on my computer over there, I have a list of my 2023 goals. We'll see whether I make them there. But I know that one of them is to become as, as well-known as Kerry Newhoff. So, you know, hey, <laughs> Kerry Newhoff is, is an incredible guy. He got some great stuff to say. I just want my piece of pie. Not really. Anyway, it's, 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 I mean, and I have a goal for finances. I have a goal for um, having conversation with pastors, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I, I have my goals for my year. Now, the next thing is, how do I back that up? And I write them down so that, uh, how am I doing? Am, am, am I, you know, am I getting my word out there? Are people getting to know who I am? Am I sharing appropriately? Am I sharing with the right people? And so on and so forth, et cetera. So 3% write down the goals. Those who write down their goals, it turns out that 61% of them actually reach their goals. Can you imagine? When they write them down. Just by writing them down, that gives you a huge advantage that 61% of those will achieve their goal. But here's, there's one more. If you actually not just write those down, but you share that goal <laughs> with those who have, you give permission to hold you accountable. You, you, you put it out there. We have a, a private Facebook group uh, for pastors only. And you know we in, encourage our pastors, put your goal there. Put your goal there. What, what's your goal for this week? Almost no one does. But when someone does, there's a 76% success rate for pastors who commit their goals for accountability. 
Now, how would that rock your world if you set a goal for this month, this year, and, and then this week? All again, this week achieves this month. This month helps you get to this, the, the, the yearly goal, the annual goal, which helps you get to your vision, your five-year vision. You know, if you actually put those goals out there for accountability, what would that mean at the end of a week, a month, a year, if you were consistently do that? 76% success rate. Now, I want to say that there are appropriate places to put those, your goals out like that. You want to have an accountability partner or accountability partners or an accountability place, accountability if you group, will, right? group, right, where you can, like your growing church network, uh, where you're able to, uh, people who are like you, who have the same kind of investment, right? That, and, people who understand right, what you're trying to do. Right, they can be there <laughs> with you, right? People. And they can <laughs> ask you questions with the expectation that you're gonna ask them questions as well. The place to not do that kind of accountability is with your church members. But you do need to share them with your church members, remembering you you act as though it all depends on you, right? Leadership or everything stops with the with the leadership. But if you don't have your leaders on board, you're not going to reach those goals if they're the church church goals. And you have to remember they're they're your goals, but they're also for your church, which means they're church's goals. And you've got to um, what's the word I want? Enroll others That's to right. come. To come in and around you and, and beside you, not around you. You want them beside you, working to them as well. And sometimes that's the first goal is how you're going to get your leadership beside you. I know okay. I'm just having listening really to too many conversations about solo pastors and and solo pastor usually means you're the only pastor on your staff right you're sometimes the only staff member sure, but, you're, you're, only, yeah. you're only the you're the only paid minister yeah. ministerial staff right you may have a secretary right or maybe financial or, piece or, or an whatever. organist or, or whatever so, yeah, yeah right. solo pianist. pastor means you're the, yeah. you're the solo minister but the, the other there's right. another kind of solo minister and that's that you're the end-all be-all <laughs> yeah, that's right and, no matter how big your yeah. staff is. Yeah, <laughs> you right. Can, you can right. A, oh, even with may, your staff. May, may, yeah. may, maybe it's not a solo pastor. Maybe it's a siloed pastor. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, just... Uh, the, the farmer the, pastor. The farmer. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I like it. Well, maybe not really. That kind of That's slams, a whole other that, conversation. That slams yeah. part Oh, I don't mean to do that. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, all, all that's to say. All right, so setting goals is critical to your success and your church's success. And you're spot on. Um, I probably wouldn't stand generally in the pulpit and say, this is my weekly goal. Oh, Lordy, no, no <laughs> never. Do not ever do that. Don't you ever do that. No, you said I, I probably wouldn't. Well, Don't. Okay. But on the other hand, you know, every pastor that I know that's really gone places, they typically have a vision sermon at least once a year where they share, this is where we're at going this year. At you know, least once a year. And you mentioned your vision on and your mission at least every week somewhere. Maybe not always as a sermon. Could be the med uh, the offering meditation. Could be the announcements. Yeah. Lots of places you can slip in. Hey, this is where we're going because we're building excitement and buy-in and so on. But where you want to set and share those goals in some specific ways is with your staff and with your board. Probably not the weekly goals with your board. But, yeah. you know, your, your longer term and your, you know, hey, this is where we're trying to get to. These are the goals I'm setting. Because... It, it, here's the reality is, although they're not and should never be seen as your employers, they are the board and they are there to, ostensibly, they're there to support you and to make sure that those goals get implemented. They're, they're, they're meant to be 
if you will, multiplying your ministry um, in the current into the congregation and beyond. And so you share the goal of hey, this is what we're trying to get this month. We're trying to do thus and thus, you know, and we're trying to. I want to see X Y Z number of baptisms and so on. And they there it opens their hearts and their minds and their um, observations to see what's going on and saying, hey, you know, have we thought about doing this? Or, wow, here's so-and-so, and and you talk about baptisms, and, you know, they share with me that they're ready to take the next step. Have you talked to the pastor, or is have, have we got them scheduled yeah. for your for your um, welcome to welcome. the church class yep. or whatever? It, it allows for the expansion. Again, as you say, a siloed pastor, I love that better, siloed pastor than a right, solo yeah. pastor. A siloed pastor is who's trying to do it on his or her own is... It's not going to be successful because right. we have to work together. So you're setting goals, setting for accountability, but you're also setting those goals and the accountability and sharing so that you can build some momentum, some excitement, and move forward. I, beyond the the pastor not being successful, the church isn't going to be successful. Okay, I mean that's right. the reality. Yep. It's not. It can't be effective. It can't be. Uh, it can't. It's. It's not likely not going to be sustainable. Ministry is not sustainable if you're not working together. And I would say that as you bring vision forth, right, and you bring goals forth, you're really clear with your board, your leadership, right, that these are these are my goals and these are your goals, right? Because we each have our part to play, and so we develop goals goals for them. And we do that in conversation. There are ways that, that we do that. But we bring the goals. I'm really on this right now. We bring the goals and then you can work with you. Your, <laughs> your trick is, it's not a trick though, you finesse how you get them on board with those goals. That's your job. Your right? job is to cast vision and to get and, and, do, goals. and, and, to, and to get people on board with your vision. I, I, I hate, hate using the word sell, but I mean, that's really what you're doing. You're selling the vision. You're enrolling you're, them you're in enrolling the vision. Enrolling them, right. You're I, enrolling them in the vision. Now. Right, yeah. And enrolling, getting them on board with the vision so that you can move forward. You're inspiring them, right. you're exciting them, and you're, you know, can I, I, yeah, I know this is diverting, but guess what? You've diverted today too. Not I mean, there I are ways. Chase any, we haven't chased any rabbits. I mean, there are ways <laughs> that you can do that. I think this is something we could is, do a is whole. That a, is that a squirrel? Yeah. <laughs> Quick, get my Nerf gun. No. <laughs> um, I have mama's, a vision mama, of keeping the mama squirrel shooter. Yeah, I have a vision of keeping the squirrels out of my plants. Out of your potted plants. Out of my potted plants. Right. Out of my potted plants. Because I don't have any other plants. Okay, anyways, uh, now, now you really got me off. Oh, yeah. So trying to bring people around, there are some tricks to doing that. Things like speaking with your eyes open. You can even use your hands. Like some of us have to practice not to use our hands. But there are ways you, you know, to kind of reach out and pull in with them. You know, can you see that? Uh, the certain catchphrases, you know, do you see that? And whatever you do, nod your head. Uh, invite them into praying for that with you. When they say, oh my gosh, we could never do that. Well, you want to try? My God is is big enough to so, do so that. So you, you have a wonderful miracle story. That'll take a miracle to get for that oh, to happen. Yeah, you got to share that oh, because it really okay. is about goals and okay. visions and getting yeah. there. Uh, I, I was senior pastor at a church, and we uh, we had doubled in size at that, or almost doubled. And we uh, so we'd gone from 100 when I came there, and we were bumping up to 200. I think we'd seen 200 in, in Christmas Eve service. And we had the opportunity to uh, to bring on and uh, bring in another church and bring on a staff member. Their pastor was an amazing evangelist, still is. And so they were going to bring some money in so that we could cover that salary and and um, 
right there up front. We could cover almost all his salary, but we had to go to the board. And we were doing all kinds of these transitions and, you know, golly, the trouble that you run into conflict and we're finessing through all of that. And I remember so distinctly sitting at this board meeting saying, you know, we have this opportunity. The executive committee was all on board. And this one man over here uh, said it would take a miracle to be able to raise that money. And I said, well, God is in the miracle business. And he said, there's no way we could do that. It would take a miracle. And I said, well, you're giving, ready to give it a shot. You know, we'll do it before we make anything definitive, like hiring him for sure. Let, let's see if we can do it. Well, we not only raised that money, we went over what we needed to do. So we come around to the next year uh, and we're wanting to do something and whatnot. <laughs> And, and, uh, and once again, that man said, it would take a miracle to do that. And I said, whoa, do you not remember the miracle God did right here in our midst and how he had done it? And he said, well, you only get one miracle if you're lucky. <laughs> I said, well, I don't know. Let's try it. And sure enough, Lord did another miracle for us. Uh, but it is that. And, and one of the things that, that still kicks me, in spite of all of that, I always kept the miracles in front of us because that wasn't the only miracle God did. So I, that's another part. With the goals, when you achieve the goals, you're saying, listen, this is what we've been praying for. And you have to be praying for them. Yeah. This is what we've been praying for. This is what we've been working for. And look what God God is doing one in the, our midst. One of, the, one of the realities about goal setting and goal achievement in a congregation is that in, as a church, we are not very good at celebrating. Right. We point out the problems, we point out the issues, and, and we're always, you know, and a part of our job as leaders is to look for the problems and to, and to overcome those problems before they become problems. Right. And I mean, that's part of our job. But the other part of our job is, of course, Getting, the, getting and keeping our congregation, our members, our leaders motivated, inspired, etc. And if we don't have celebrations, we don't call out celebrations, we don't celebrate, right. then all I see is doom and gloom. Uh, and th the reality is the churches that I see, by and large, that are thriving are those churches that talk about their wins, talk about their celebrations on a regular basis. One, every week I meet with a group of pastors and I start the conversation out Who's got yeah. a win to share? Who's got a win yep, to share? Yep, exactly. And it's amazing how hard it is to get pastors to start sharing wins because that's not what we're geared into. Right. And so setting a goal, having a vision, setting a goal, and then celebrating those goals as we achieve them, that does two things for us. A, it inspires the congregation. Hopefully it inspires us. Um, it also reminds us that we are making progress. But beyond that is it makes us more likely to set the next goal. Right. When we, when we achieve something, it's like, look at that. We did that. Moving on. Right. And, and I just the, one of the things we talked about in the beginning, you mentioned about the fear of failure. That right. we're afraid yeah, of doing that. exactly. Here's the reality is if you've set a goal and you don't make it, look at how far you came towards making that goal. Now, if, if you set a goal and did nothing about it and nothing happened, yeah, okay, that's a different thing. But most of the time we set our goals out here and then we, we, we get to about here. And we say, well, we failed. And yet if we hadn't set that goal, we would have been way back here yeah. where we came to here. This is a, this is a win. It, it may not be where we hoped to have got or planned to get, but as long as we're making progress, so we reevaluate. What did we not do to get there? so that we can keep on setting the goals, keep moving, maybe be more realistic next time, 
Maybe not. Right. Sometimes oh. a real stretch is a good thing to have. Right. Always keeping in mind the total. It's this is, and that's the We're other piece. There. Yeah, that's another piece. We at least in uh, in the uh, in northern North America are very goal oriented, right? Or, um, or we, 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 we we say or, we are, or, but then we don't say goals. Well, I know. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> What am I trying to do? Event oriented. I'm going to say it is in the church event oriented. So we're we get to that event and then we just let our hair down, right? It's we uh, do the countdown to Christmas and then we're there and we've arrived at Christmas and everything goes blah blah. Yeah, if right? the week after we, Christmas wait, is Youth Easter, Sunday because Mother's because Day. Youth Sunday yeah, has is right. a low attended Sunday. Let the youth do it. Right. Well, whatever. Right. So, but anyways, right? But we do lose our oomph and basically we forget to do the next goal. Next goal. So. So when I work with pastors about planning their church year, you know, we start in September. It's the normal start, natural start. And then we get through Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it's like, woohoo, Christmas, he was born. Let's, let's move in through the beginning of January and, and count it up through, uh, through Easter and keep moving. It's that talking about planning, right? That forward planning, but it's because we have goals along right. the way. Set goals, folks. If you really want to be a pastor who's leading the church forward, and making progress. Remember that 76% of pastors who are, let me rephrase that, if you've set your goal, written your goal, and shared your goal, you have a 76% success rate in front of you. Set goals, write them down, get them committed. I think we're out of time. We are. Be part of the 20%. That's why go. I want to say, usually when be part of the 80%. No, be part of the 20% and churches. see if your church isn't become. Well, I, I would put money on it, but I don't bet. Anyways, please check out the Growing Church Network, and uh, and it's going to help. It can, will really help you be part of that 20%. All right. Okay? We will see you next week. We're out of time. Bye. Have Bye -bye. a great week. Bye.